What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World, headquarters. I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are lower. This update brought to you by the American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 85 years. Learn more at ADR.org. Now let's head over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. And here he is, Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. U.S. stocks are down but have paired some of their losses. Dow is currently lower by 56 points. S&P dropped 7 and Nasdaq falls 46. At one point, the Dow is down 130 points. The S&P 500 cash failed at the 50-day moving average for a fourth day, while WTI crude gains 4%. It bounced from the 50-day. The small cap 600 is little change, and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.61%. Six out of 10 SB sectors are lower, led by losses in healthcare, technology, and staples. Energy and telecom led. Dow Transports rose 51, as Biotech's fall 45, and the VIX is down 1.3%. Merck, Apple, and Visa led to the downside, while Caterpillar, DuPont, and Chevron led in the Dow. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right. Thank you, Bill. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Another potential setback for Apple. It was found today that Apple violated the design patents of a Chinese device maker and may have to halt sales of its latest iPhones in Beijing. Uh, so this also comes on the heels of an Apple Worldwide Developers Conference that many people thought yielded some some new developments, but nothing really earth-shattering. Of course, that's what everyone is looking for, the next big thing from Apple. Colin Gillis joins us now. He's Director of Research and Senior Technology Analyst at BGC Partners, based right here in New York City. Welcome, Colin. Hello, Kathleen. So uh, tell us more about this decision on Apple and patents, and uh, how important is it? Right. So let's, let's break it down into, into two pieces. The first one is the specific case of the iPhone 6, um, you know, being uh, possibly banned for sales in, in Beijing right, because of, of patent infringements. Right? That, that's likely something that will be overturned. Uh, when it climbs up higher in the courts. But it, it shows you the problem that Apple faces doing business in, in a market that it's, it's the second largest market for Apple, right? So the, the first market is the United States. The second largest market for Apple is China. And this is a market that you're seeing revenue growth declining on a year-over-year basis, two quarters in a row. And this is a risk, right? It's such a, an, an important area for sales for the company. They've got you know, they're opening up five more stores. They're going to have 40 stores total. And there's always the risk that the government 
can change the, the rules of the playing field. All right, so if the government changes the rules of the playing field, should that change someone's bullish call on Apple, or should it change their bearish call on Apple? <laughs> well, I think it, it, it's obviously a, a big negative uh, if that were to happen. And I think the risks in the market um, for Apple are are high, right? There are higher risks selling into the Chinese market than than in the United States, and that's just you know that that's a fact, right? So their dependency on China for for growth and their dependency on China for for revenue uh, is something that. If you're an Apple investor, you have to be concerned about. Colin, in a nutshell, what was your takeaway from um, the uh, Apple Worldwide Developers Conference? Yeah, you know, very um, evolutionary, <laughs> incremental, right? And it, it, Apple's got a problem and that they had a smashing success, right, like driving you know, literally billions of dollars of profit from their iPhone, 65% of their, of their revenue. And they're going to have a difficult time coming up with additional revenue streams to augment that when the smartphone market growth slows down, which is what's happening. Right? If you look out, you know, we were talking about China, you know, the domestic competitors that Apple faces are companies like Xiaomi, Huawei. Their ASPs are you know, $140, right? Huawei, it's $210. And Apple, is $718 uh, average selling price. So... As prices come down, right, Apple, to maintain their margin structure, has been losing market share. And, you know, that's why we've seen them they're, they're rolling out their most recent uh, phone priced at, you know, $400, trying to, to, to maintain a, a level of, of competition at different price points. But it's, you know, it's, it's, the landscape is changing. All right, landscape is changing, Colin, but let's say you're using your smartphone to order groceries these days. You've got another competitor that you need to pay attention to, and that is Amazon.com. Turn your attention to the grocery store battle and particularly Amazon's entry with the Prime Now service and the battle against such uh, stalwart retailers as Kroger. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet another business with a 1% margin for Amazon to just jump into. Uh, but you know, the reality is, is that, Groceries is a massive market, right? You know, something, you know, $600, $700 billion. So even though the margins are very, very slim, right, it's a volume business. And that's what Amazon likes. And it's one of the few verticals that they, you know, don't have a lot of traction in. Now, groceries are also have their own particular nuances. You need to have refrigerated trucks. You have to have, uh, you know, warehouses that are close to, to the city, um, to, to the major metropolitan areas, you know, but you can see one day, um, you know, Alexa, you know, I need milk. <laughs> Bring me milk. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't maybe. I, I, I'm just so nitpicky about food and things, and I like to look at it. So I don't know. But I have ordered from Jet a couple of times. Is Jet a threat to Amazon in any way, shape, or form? Well, um, you know, there are multiple companies that, you know, have come out, and I, I, I don't view them, you know, as a, as a meaningful material threat. Uh, you know, but, but the grocery space is going to be interesting, right? Like, I, I'm an active user of Fresh Direct. And once you get, you know, used to ordering your groceries online, it becomes, you know. But you, how do you know you're going to get the best quickly. tomato or the avocado with the right ripeness, Colin? <laughs> well, you just have to trust that they're going to take care of you. <laughs> okay. Well, you always take care of us, Colin Gillis. Thank you so very much. Colin Gillis. 
He is an analyst at BC, BGC Partners, Director of Research and Senior Technology Analyst. You're listening to Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Coming up, we are going to be taking a look at luxury. It's a beautiful afternoon in New York. Would you like to ride on a yacht? Maybe we can rent one. This is Bloomberg Radio. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.